It's time. It's time to talk fantasy football. It's time to let them know. Where you let us crunch the numbers while you crush the competition. So grab your playbooks and crack a cold one. Because here's your hosts, Teak and Bainey. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode. We're going to recap here the previous week three. Then we're going to move on against the spread segment with the money badger. But, guys, a lot of history went on last week. A lot, a lot of history. Of uh, they're going to be talking about one game in particular. Um, the massacre in Denver. And basically, that's the talk of the town. <laughs> yeah, dude, 70 points. Could have went for the field goal. They chose not to. Classy. Trying to get some uh, football karma on their side, I think. But uh, Would you would hey, have kicked it? Would you would have kicked that field goal? Absolutely. And I wouldn't have thought twice about it. Badge? I, I feel like you got to kick it. But, I mean, it was like storming the beach in South Beach. You know, they were they were just... Oh, that that was a massacre. So, I mean, it's classy, but I got to kick it. I, I'm, I'm kicking it also. I mean, I'd rather see my name down in the history books, no matter which way I'm going to get it. I mean, we already are in a different light, but <laughs> but let's recap here. Uh, top five scores in fantasy. Number five, we got Adam Thielen. The Panthers, <laughs> 31 and a half points. Guys, uh, did we think we were going to talk about Adam Thielen at all in this episode? I didn't think his legs were going to hold up, but uh, Andy Dalton said, here, another one, another one, another one. They just, just kept feeding him. I didn't, I, I thought it was a stat, like, error or something on ESPN when I was looking at that. I was like, no way. And then they showed the highlights, and I was like, He's still doing it, I guess. So, yeah, that was a sight to see for sure. Yeah, like like Bainey said, when I saw it, I, I thought it was four years ago. We were watching the old school clips. I thought they were doing a flashback. But, hey, shout out to my man because you guys recall when we did our mock draft, I got a little bit of heat for taking this guy. Remember? Everyone said I was, I was the Walker team. I got the old guys. But, hey, it paid off with our boy D-Bro. Shout out, D-Bro. We miss you, man. But, um, yeah, that's that's great. He was on my team. We did the sleeper draft. I started him, obviously, but and it paid off. Yeah, just a quick recap on that game. He saw 14 targets. He had 11 grabs, 145 yards, and a touchdown. Adam Thielen, I think more Andy Dalton bet, is looking more good for our fantasy pockets than Bryce Young, sad to say. Started Andy Dalton in DFS lineup. He was the lowest budgeted starting QB coming into the week. And I was like, you know what? We can roster build around this. If only I would have known to uh, pair Thielen with him, I think I would have uh, been a little happier with my results. But Yeah, yeah give, give the vet some credit. That's crazy. Moving on, though, guys. Number four, we got Devontae Adams. Oh. Uh, 42.2 points last week. Guys, he's came to fruition who we all thought he was. 
Uh, but it's not looking good this week. We'll see what happens for him this week. Hopefully he can repeat it. Uh, talk about that later about Jimmy G. Um, he is projected full PPR league 25 points already this week. So I don't know if ESPN is really thinking it's going to make a difference who's giving him the ball, to be honest with you. I was shocked to see his fantasy projections this week. Even more shocked because I have to face him in my own league, so not looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I watched him all game because he played my Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, no one was around this guy. He kind of put a little prick on me in my in my heart. Um, no one was around him. Our pass defense needs to tighten up. I know he's a freak. He's a great player. But, geez, putting records on us. Four, over 40 points. <laughs> So, yeah, what a, I would have you know, loved to have him. He ended it up that night with uh, 20 targets, 13 he grabbed, 172 yards and two TDs. So he did have a night, but hey, Pittsburgh came out, so you can't be too upset over there. About the W, but damn, oh, this pass defense needs to tighten up. All about the W. Number three, going back to that game we mentioned in the intro here, we got Raheem Mostert. In the Miami-Denver game, 45.2 fantasy points. It's talked about already that we all would have kicked that field goal. Guys, anything else you took from this game? No, man. His legs are holding up. Everybody, that was his main concern, I think, around draft season was 31-year-old running back. Could he do it? He's looking great, honestly. Nothing else really to say about that. He's really impressed me through this year. So for me, a couple things stood out. I mean, I think this guy got cut from, what, five teams before his San Fran blow up? Something like that, four or five teams. You guys recall? Um, and 45.2 fantasy points. He was the number two fantasy back. That is That blows my mind. I don't want to jump ahead, but you score 45.2 uh, points in fantasy and you're the number two back. <laughs> Shout out to Raheem Mostert. Jesus. Yeah. Ended with four TDs, 82 yards on the ground, uh, seven catches for 60 through the air. So Mostert had a field day. And I'm sure not not the only back there in Miami that did. Uh, moving along here at the number two position here. We got Keenan Allen, 45.4 fantasy points per game talked about this guy constantly uh we're all big fans of him fantasy wise but he had a field day as well let's read off a couple stats here real quick for you 18 catches 20 on 20 targets 215 yards it's looking like age is not going to be a thing for him guys no we're talking uh you said it earlier uh record setting you know historic stuff another week of that uh he's the first receiver ever with 200 yards receiving and a 40 yards passing he had a passing touchdown this week um i am the proudest stock shareholder of keenan allen i have him in every league i'm in um it's paying off very well um and mike williams is done for the year so is that more target share I'm seeing in the next couple weeks? I think so. Um, yeah, absolutely incredible. And yeah, I, I can, couldn't be happier. Uh, 
you were able to get him a round or two later than I you probably were you should have been. So very happy. So for me, I've always been a Keenan Allen fan. I mean Unfortunately, I am not a Keenan Allen stock shareholder like Bainey. I went on the other side, Mike Williams, to get him a little later. That that hurts. Um, I got him in a couple leagues. Um, he had a heck of a game, too. I think over 30 points. Um, but, yeah, Keenan Allen, he is who we thought he would be. <laughs> I'm glad he is not injury, injury riddled again like he was last year. It's nice to see him healthy. I don't think Mike Williams being out is going to affect him at all. I know that. He took a lot of the target or uh, a lot of the coverage from him. Um, they got other backup wep- weapons. Quentin Johnson owners, you guys are probably, I think his stock went up a little bit. I mean, heck of a day from Keenan Allen. It's nice to see because I am a fan, even though I don't own him. All right. Moving on to the final number one fantasy player of week three, Devon A. Chain, a backup running back to Raheem Mostert. Ended the game here, 51.3 points, fantasy points. He also, I believe, had four touchdowns, 203 on the ground, 30 through the air. Guys, your thoughts on Devon A-Chain, and does his stock rise a little bit, even though Jeff Wilson might be coming back? So, was fortunate enough to pick him up off the waiver wire this week before uh, kickoff. Not smart enough to start him. Uh, but when I picked him up, he was projected two fantasy points. I think that went up to like 10 before kickoff. And then uh, no one foresaw what was to come after that. Um, just incredible. And I think as far as his trade value goes, I was already able to move him for something I don't think I was should have been able to do. So, yeah, I, I chose to sell high because, I mean, that value is insane. I don't think... We'll see another performance like that probably this year. I mean, 51 points is insane. Um, And this list, I think the most impressive thing of this list is, I think we're talking ADPs and all that stuff. I think Devontae Adams is the highest ADP player out of all of these guys. These are all guys that are waiver wire claims, late round heroes. Like Badge said, he took gunfire for taking Adam Thielen in our mock draft. Um, Yeah, I... It's crazy where you can get value in these leagues, man. You just have to be diligent, and you have to sometimes risk it on the waiver wires. Like I said, I got I got HN this week. You're going to have to spend crazy fab budget to get him now. So, I don't know. Hopefully, it'll pay off for fancy owners. Hopefully, this isn't a one-hit wonder. It was incredible to watch. So, that Miami offense is insane. Yeah, and to touch on that one, I, I watched it. It was kind of annoying, but I've watched. I watched that game with a bunch of in-laws, my wife, all these Dolphins fans, and believe it or not, there was a one Broncos fan in the room. I felt bad for the guy. I'm like, dude, I was giving him. I'm like, hey, you need another Miller Light? I was feeding him beers. Like, I was hosting for this guy. I'm like, geez, and they kept rubbing I, I, his face in the dirt, kicking him when he's down. Um, yeah, that was brutal to watch him, but it was exciting. I mean, to see two running backs on this top five list, I, I don't know if that's ever been done. (laughs) No clue. I mean, I know 70 points they haven't scored since 1966. I think they said, 
the highest amount scored. Um, this guy's lightning. I have him in a 12-man league. I stash him on my bench. I almost dropped him during the first week to pick someone up. I don't remember who it was. I'm glad I didn't. But there are some questions. What happens when Jeff Wilson comes back? Because it might be soon. I mean, do, do they ride with him? Do you guys want to shed some light on this? I don't know, because Jeff Wilson's not bad. That's a pretty good backfield. Can't stay healthy, though, so I don't know. I, it's hard to deny 200 and some yards and four touchdowns, and then Mostert's done his fair share, too. Like, I don't know, like, I get the Jeff Wilson hype. I rode Jeff Wilson at the end of last year. Um, but, like, how, how do you knock these guys out of their their spots like when they're producing like this I, i'm not sure how to answer that question honestly i guess for coach mike mcdaniel that's a good problem to have so <laughs> you know but uh yeah a chain's lightning all right so that does wrap up our recap section uh we're gonna move on to the against the spread with the money badger he had a pretty good week last week we'll fill you in on his record We'll also fill you in on his overall record. Hopefully you stick with us here and uh, let's try to make you guys some money. Get it. Hit that subscribe. All right. Welcome back, guys. A new week of football. But let's talk about last week, Badge. Last week you kind of set it off, little little hot streak. You went four and one last week. So just to go over a couple things, a couple totals to bring it up to here. Badge is ten and four with the spreads right now. He's two and two with the over and unders. That brings him to twelve and six. Badge, that is sixty six point seven percent win ratio right now for you, bud. Yeah, that that's huge. I mean, in the betting world. Uh... Guys, I want you guys to go subscribe. I'm not going to say I'm going to be hot all year round like this, but you're missing some hot streaks. Go hit subscribe. We want to hear from you as well, so comment your favorite bets. Comment, subscribe, like, show some love, and let's make some money together. But, yeah, great week. Thanks, Tig. All right. Well, let's, let's keep the hot streak going here. Week four. Just going to go over what... Me and Badge are going to go over here with the bets here. Prime time is back. Okay. We got the over and under is total dom. We got an underdog bet and two best bets today. So start us off in prime time here. Who do you like? Where are we going with this one? So prime time is back. I found a game I actually like a lot. So we're going in New York, boys. We're going – I'm taking Seattle plus one and a half at the New York Giants. So the uh, Seattle offense stumbled uh, week one. They bounced back these past couple weeks. I like it. Geno's playing good. They got a one-two punch in with Walker and Charbonnet. I'm liking what I'm seeing there. Um, I know – see, we all know Seattle's defense is a little eh. But Daniel, Daniel Jones just is not enough, I think, to – put the pressure on this Seattle offense. So I, I'm, I'm taking Seattle. I think the final score is going to be 26-22 Seattle. Give me Seattle plus one and a half. Prime time, baby. All right. Moving along here. 
his total domination, the over-under. Where are we going on this one here, Badge? So, total domination. Your favorite segment, Teak. I know you talk, we talk about it all the time. You love it. I love it. I'm going to try and boost that record, boys. I really like this one. So, we're going to Carolina with this. I'm taking the Vikings at the Panthers. So, Andy Dalton last week, I, I don't know I, I, if everyone noticed, he completed 34 out of 50 passes last week. Again, it was a very bad uh, defense with a lot of injuries, but they turned him loose. So, he's playing again this week, I believe. So, that's all signs point to that. They're playing a very, very bad Vikings um, defense again. So, another very bad defense. You combine that with this uh, Vikings high-powered offense, all these weapons, that's a recipe for an over, boys. Um, they can make this an absolute shootout. I love the weapons. Hate the, Well, love the defenses if you're betting the over. Defenses are bad. I'm taking... The Vikings Panthers over 44 and a half in the total domination. Okay, okay. A little shootout you're expecting here. So moving oh, yeah. on to the underdog segment. So the the underdog, I'm not gonna lie, Teak. I had a hard time trying to find an underdog that I felt comfortable betting at this point. But I did come across one I really liked. So um I'm going to Green Bay. They're getting one and a half against Detroit. I mean, both teams are dealing with injuries. I think this might play to our favor. I think that Green Bay sat um, Aaron Jones and Watson and because they knew. They were looking ahead at this game, knowing that it's a division rival. So Green Bay, they are close to a return. If they come back, I like this one even more. I like it even though they don't play, but... I like it even more if they play, and it's probably going to go up. That's why I grabbed it now. I put it in today, Teak, right be, uh, before we tie, uh, signed on. So there's a little revenge game here, too. Um, do you guys remember Detroit eliminating the Packers Week 18 last year to get into the playoffs? Winner was in, winner in. little revenge game going back to Lambeau. So give me a final score of 22-21. to 21. Green Bay plus one and a half. Green Bay wins. So maybe a little sprinkle too on the money line. And if you're not, you usually tease your bets, Badge? I, I, I don't do much. Uh, I'm not much into the teasers yet. So okay. I don't I do not do a lot of teasing. But I know I saw a lot of sharp monies coming in teasing the um, Packers up to three and a half, which we might see that spread anyways if these players don't play. So, but right now I like. I like Green Bay straight up, money line or one and a half, but the bet is Green Bay plus one and a half. All right. Moving on. We got two best bets here for you, Badge. So let's, let's hear the first bet. one here. Okay, okay. So best bet. Um, I'm going back to Pennsylvania. No, it's not Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh is, it plays in Houston. I'm going to Philadelphia. We're going to Philly. So right now, Philly's minus seven. If you guys like the Eagles, grab it now because this is going to go over a touchdown. I guarantee it. So Sam Hell absolutely crumbled against the Bills' pass defense. Philly's pass defense is much better than the Bills' pass defense. Um, Eagles run the ball effectively. I mean, they're, they rank four in yards per run. 
ranked four in the league. So Swift, Gainwell, Scott, those guys have been getting it done. All three of them. I mean, Swift's a big fan favorite. He's been doing good. I hope he stays healthy. So I think uh, Washington continues to go down, come back down to earth. I know these Washington fans were hyped up week one and two, as they should be. But I think that's this. They're, they're coming back to earth, Take They are coming back to earth. I don't think the commander's O-line can hold for four quarters against this pass rush. I think Sam Howe is going to get some pressure. He's going to face this tough defense. Eagles O-line is solid. I know Chase Young's a beast, but this Eagles O-line is one of the best. So I'm taking the Eagles minus seven in Philly against the commanders. So Eagles minus seven, best bet. The best bet for a divisional game. Oh, yeah. Moving on to the second best bet. To wrap up your segment here, what do you like? So, Teague, you're going to like this one because I know it's your boy. This guy, Teague, he's always been a big Justin Herbert fan since we watched the, since he got drafted. We watched the draft together. So I'm going to L.A. I'm taking the Chargers against the Raiders. Chargers minus five. Here's why. So I'm going to read some stats first, Teague, and we're going to talk about this later in uh, tomorrow's episode. So here's some stats for you. So six games against the Raiders, Teague. Justin Herbert has almost 2,000 yards passing, okay? That's pretty good. Um, He has 14 TDs and only one interception against the Raiders. He's averaging over 300 yards passing and 4.6 TDs a game. So you combine that domination with... The Raider, against the Raiders' defense, opposing quarterbacks are completing 75%, just about a little under 70, 74.7% of their passes. So about 75% of their passes opposing quarterbacks are completing. That includes Kenny Pickett. Shout out. Sorry, had to. But um, <laughs> that's, that's pretty bad. I mean, if a quarterback's completing 75% of their passes combined with those stats I just read to you, with Justin Herbert, I'm taking this all day. Less than a touchdown, minus five and a half. On the defensive side of ball, Las Vegas, they're sixth worst in uh, pressure uh, pressure percentage rate. So, and now reports. I mean, I don't know if you saw Teak. I know you're the injury guy. Jimmy G is in um, concussion protocol. So, if he does not play. That leaves the choices between 37-year-old Brian Hoyer or rookie Aiden O'Connell. So this is going to go up if one of those play, I believe. So right now, I grabbed it today. FanDuel, give us a sponsorship. We've been pushing all year. I'm going to push every week. Chargers, minus 5.5, best bet. Lock it in. I like it, especially if he doesn't end up playing. But that does wrap up our Against the Spread segment. Again, hit that subscribe button. 60% of you are not subscribed to the channel. And once you do subscribe, you get access to our Discord. Message us on Instagram. And you'll get more of Badge's bets. I know he throws a couple prop bets here and there. Some more spreads throughout the Sunday football. So you'll get those. And have access to those. That's all you have to do is subscribe to that YouTube. 
I'm throwing bonus bets all week, guys. I keep re- the research keeps going all week, and I want to share with you guys. We want to hear from you as well, because if you can give us a win, make it make sense. Let's do it. Let's make some money together. So subscribe, comment your favorite bets, follow the channel. We got some good things going on. Teak mentioned that uh, winning percentage. That's that's pretty good. I mean, so. Yep, and don't forget to tune in tomorrow. We're going to have our starts episode, so make sure to tune in for that tomorrow as well. But we'll see you on the next one. See you, boys. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Let Them Know Fantasy Football Podcast. Join our community and follow us on all socials or keep up with the episodes on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts.